Hey everybody, welcome back to the Block Mike Stand podcast. This is the podcast I record late at night in my room that gets way too hot at a time at which I should probably be sleeping so I can get up for work in the morning without feeling like a zombie. Anyways, glad to be back. I know I've been gone for a little bit. I've definitely missed some important things and well, by now it would be kind of stupid to go through an entire episode because I'm sure you guys have heard all about it by now. But basically, I'm going to sum up the past few weeks slash months in a quick statement or two. Racism is bad. Don't be racist. And cops who kill people and are not justified in doing so should be prosecuted as murderers because that's basically what they are. All right, thought I'd just breeze through that really quick so we can get to the stuff I actually want to talk about today, which is Trump and Kanye. All right, in case you hadn't heard yet, Kanye's running for president again. Remember, it was about five years ago, he got up on the stage at like the Grammys or some other awards show and said he was running for president in 2020. Yeah, well, uh, I obviously don't remember because I didn't care about music at the time, but he's back. Kanye's going to actually run for president this time. Or so he says. Look, all right. There's been a lot of theories about how what he's actually going to accomplish with this running for president. Some people are saying it's just a ploy to get more publicity for the new Yeezy line, which to that I say he's already got all the publicity. He's rich and everybody knows Yeezy by now. Um, Some people say that the Trumps put him up to it so that they'll steal the black vote away from Joe Biden. That one's a little more plausible, but I also don't think the Trumps are smart enough to do that because it's Donald Trump. Come on. All right. Uh, and most people just say, you know, it's a ploy for attention, which it probably is. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, people saying he's got a new album coming up. I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, publicity for that and, you know, make some merch on the side, you know, Kanye for president merch. I'd be, a, you know, I, I just thought it was funny that after all this time, after the whole uh, Kanye MAGA hat, like, debacle when he wore a MAGA hat, went to the White House, and then kind of distanced himself from politics after getting in too far with certain people. I just thought it was funny that he's now making a comeback to politics by running for president. Uh, What made this even more perfect is that he announced on July 4th, which Independence Day, come on, it was great enough already. And then Kanye has to go and run. And here's the thing. Here's something I never thought I would say. In the current state of all three candidates, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Kanye West, <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but Kanye West is probably the most like traditional Christian among them because, <laughs> uh, because 2020 does not disappoint at this point. All right. That's all I really had to say about Kanye was that he's running, and honestly, at this point, I... I'd probably vote for Kanye because I'm tired of the Trump stuff, but I'll get into that in just a second. Um, First, I want to remind you, if you ever want to hear me talk about something, if you ever got ideas, if you ever want me to say something, give you a shout out, whatever, I don't really care. Just email me, blockmikestand at gmail.com. Nobody has yet. If you wanted to change that, that'd be cool or not. It's just a podcast. Um, I can see how many people actually listen to it. So if I found out it was you and you didn't say anything, what would you think? What would you do? 
Probably nothing, because I'm just a guy, and I don't really actually care. Alright, I just thought I needed a kind of segue, a little break, into the whole Trump stuff that I'm going to talk about, because it's been, it's been a week of good Trump, bad Trump, is what the uh, some people have. Uh, Daily Wire, you know, Ben Shapiro, they had a segment for a while, good Trump, bad Trump. Uh, that was kind of fun. He was talking about what Trump did right, what Trump did wrong. Usually it was online stuff. But, uh, yeah, you know, maybe they should bring it back. Maybe I'll take over that role. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I've got some criticisms of Trump. First off, we're going to go with the bad Trump, all right? It's the Twitter. Trump's Twitter page is a dumpster fire, and if you say otherwise, you clearly haven't looked at all his tweets because they are not good. Tweets about the Bubba Wallace story being a hoax. If you haven't heard about that one, go, go look at that because it really is just a stupid story. It's I don't think it was actually malice on anyone's part. I think it was just a misunderstanding that ended up feeling like something that would have been unfortunate had it been malicious. But if you hadn't heard the story, I'll give you like a 30-second summary here. Uh, NASCAR driver, black guy, um, goes into his garage and sees what he thinks is a noose. There's a whole issue about it. The FBI even gets involved. They find out that it wasn't a noose. It was actually a uh, rope pull for like a garage door that had been in there since October-ish. And um, Bubba Wallace at first didn't really want to accept it, but then ended up saying that he's glad it wasn't a hate crime and that it, it kind of brought NASCAR together. Basically, there was like a thing with all the drivers walking in solidarity and stuff. It was a good, it was a good thing. Uh, I thought it ended pretty well. No hate crime is obviously a good thing. Um, solidarity, you know, with your fellow employees, because that's what NASCAR drivers are. They're employed to do performances of driving cars really, really fast. Um, yeah, I thought the Bubba's Wallace story ended pretty nicely, but uh, apparently Trump didn't, because Trump tweeted out that it was a hoax, that Bubba Wallace was maliciously and intentionally trying to convince everybody that it was a hate crime in order to start a race war or something. I don't think that was the actual words of Trump, but I'm too lazy to pull up the Twitter right now and actually see it. Basically, not a good tweet. Pretty much from every available piece of evidence, uh, Bubba Wallace's story was not a hoax. It was a misunderstanding and one that ended pretty well, I would think. Uh, so that's that's a bad thing to tweet about at a time when we're already pretty divided uh, is to kind of say that this guy acted maliciously when he pretty much didn't. Um, so th- I didn't I didn't like that. I didn't like that part of Trump. And then there was the whole thing where he brought up in the same tweet the whole NASCAR banning the Confederate flag, which, you know, they're a private business. They can do what they want. I don't really care. It's a flag. It doesn't hold any specific um, importance to me. I'm not one of those, you're erasing our history when you don't let me fly that flag that flown over the slaves. I, it's a piece of paper, it's a piece of paper or cloth or whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. I don't really care. If you want to fly it, that's your thing. If you don't, then that, then don't. I don't really care. You know, people are going to say that that's problematic or something, but I don't care. It's your life. If you want to have a flag like that, go ahead. Doesn't bother me at all. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just another thing that people get worked up about. 
I've never really bought into it, but, you know. Trump apparently has. He thinks that by that NASCAR, by banning the Confederate flag from their properties, is erasing history or something. I disagree, because everyone knows about the Confederacy by now, and it's not like they're trying to ban it from public use. It's just from NASCAR events, which I'm okay with, because they're a private business. They can do what they want. Um, and if you disagree with it, you don't have to watch NASCAR. I already really don't watch NASCAR, but that's because I don't find it interesting. Um, but, you know, that's all you really need to say about that uh, tweet. It was pretty bad, but other than that, I didn't really have any issues with anything major. It's just the Twitter. Trump's Twitter, he'll retweet random things like... Okay, you you guys probably heard about the old people in Florida on the golf carts. Well, turns out at the beginning of the video, one of them's yelling out white power or something. That's pretty bad. I don't agree with white power at all. It's pretty racist, and I already have made it pretty clear that racism is not something I'm into, and I don't think you should be racist either. Uh, so, yeah, not a good tweet, and that got retweeted by the president was the video of the guy on a golf cart saying white power because old, other old people were yelling at him for liking Trump or something. Now, look, I don't know the context. I don't think there really is any context when that's appropriate. I'm not going to ban you from saying it. I think you're an idiot. I think you're racist. I think you're a moron if you say white power. But, you know, freedom of speech, I don't really, again, doesn't matter to me as much as what you actually do with your life. Because what's going to hurt more? Someone saying something racist or a knife in your chest. I'm going to say a knife in your chest because that's a crime. And that will actually hurt you. Not someone saying something stupid. But just Trump's Twitter. If you haven't looked at it, you probably shouldn't. It's a cesspool. It's garbage. It's just Trump tweeting stuff when he's bored. Um, instead of playing Candy Crush or whatever on his phone. Because he's you know old guy. Uh, he goes and uh, tweets. Usually, probably while he's on the toilet. That's probably why it's where your greatest and also worst ideas come from. And that explains Trump's Twitter pretty well. Is sometimes great, sometimes stupid. But unfortunately, the stupid stuff shines through more most of the time. And I just think if Trump could get off of Twitter and just go do speeches and stuff and rallies, he'd win re-election easily. Because Joe Biden is an old skeleton guy who doesn't <laughs> do anything of like any noticeable significance because he's Joe Biden you know old Uncle Joe he's just there drinking milk or something I don't know who knows what Joe Biden does we barely hear from him anymore he said he's not doing rallies he's might not even show up to the debates at this point in which case it'll be Trump and maybe Kanye on a stage which would be entertaining. I'm not going to lie. That would be pretty darn entertaining. But, you know, if Trump could just get off of Twitter and quit saying stupid stuff on Twitter, then he'd win re-election. All right. I've spent enough time bagging on the old Don for tweeting dumb stuff. Now it's time to talk about good Trump, all right? This is the stuff that you see and you're like, dang, he might win re-election because of this. So if you had just read news... Uh, headlines about Trump's 4th of July speech at Mount Rushmore, you'd think 
he was quoting directly from Adolf Hitler because all the headlines were like, Trump's dark, divisive, racist speech at Native Americans' land that was stolen from them was deeply divisive at this time when we are already so divided. Like, it was basically, everyone was saying it's very divisive and it's very bad that Trump went and gave this speech at Mount Rushmore, which features the likenesses of four presidents, uh, two of which did hold slaves, all right? That's a, that's a concession I'll make. They, Washington and Jefferson had slaves. But there's also Abraham Lincoln. If you know what he did, he kind of did this thing called, I don't know, freeing the slaves. Yeah, that's pretty important. And Teddy Roosevelt, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. You know, not much more you need to say about Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know, he was a cool guy. Anyway, uh, the speech itself was actually really, really good. He was talking all about, like, uh, American heroes uh, talked about like Martin Luther King Jr. and like Muhammad Ali and stuff and it was like a really good speech if I had more time more talent for this stuff I'd pipe in some like quotes right here from the actual speech itself unfortunately this is on my laptop in my bedroom and I'm tired and I don't want to do this right now I don't want to put all the work into something like that Basically, if you want to actually look up the video of the speech itself, which I encourage you to do, it's a good speech. Trump on teleprompter is one of the most American things you can think of because he is not saying it himself. This was all written for him to say by someone else who actually knows what they're doing when they're writing these speeches, all right? It's a ghostwriter, you know? People don't like that. Some people think that that's dishonest or whatever. It just happens. And Trump on teleprompter, he delivers his lines like a high-class actor because at this point, that's basically what he is. And that's he's famous for The Apprentice and being in Home Alone 2. So, you know, he's an actor at this point and he delivers his lines perfectly when he's on prompter. Trump off prompter is a little less effective. He says some dumb stuff. But for the most part, he's just playing off the crowd, seeing what sticks. He's a stand-up comedian kind of at that point. You know, he's an entertainer. It's what he does. It's why he's famous. So at the end of the day, it's basically still what he is. And uh, it's basically Trump in person. He's a lot different than Trump online. And I think that goes for pretty much everyone. Uh, there's a family member. I won't name them or tell them how they're tell you how they're related to me. Sorry. Uh, they online have said so much about how we all need to stay inside and Trump is such a racist and all this other dumb stuff that I don't agree with at all. But in person, they're a much different personality. They're not. Um, they don't go on the attack. They don't really antagonize anyone. They're not calling people out just for being there, not for anything like that. They, it, they'll bring it up if it's in the conversation, but they're not going to provoke. And that's the thing I think we all need to realize, especially as we get close to election season, is that Twitter is not real life, okay? People will say things online that they would never say in person because they have the mask of anonymity or the defense that it's not real and online. So if you see someone say something on Twitter that is dumb 
and stupid and you disagree with, remind yourself that Twitter is not real life, that person is probably exaggerating what they're thinking, and that's all I really have for you. Uh, thanks for making it to the end of this uh, rambling rant about Kanye and Trump and what's going on. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, uh, go ahead and reach out, blockmikestand at gmail.com, uh, or, you know, message me on whatever you know me on, uh, subscribe, and, uh, that's all I have for you today. I will, uh, see you next time, and that'll probably be based on the last schedule in another two or three months, so see you later.